Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the evolution of the ransomware marketplace. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Con Mallon. He's Senior Director of Product Marketing with CrowdStrike. Con, how are you today? I'm very well, Tom. So, Con, over the past year, 18 months, we really have seen ransomware emerge as one of the top threats to organizations across sectors and regions. From your perspective at CrowdStrike, how do you see this ransomware marketplace evolving this year? Well, I, I think the first thing, Tom, is that we definitely see that it will continue to evolve. Unfortunately, it really shows no signs of uh, disappearing off into the sunset. And I think that really comes down to, you know, fundamentally, there's money to be made here in the ransomware marketplace. I think last year, the FBI came forward and said that they sized ransomware about a billion dollars here in North America. So that is quite a chunk of change. And I think that that continues to fuel the evolution in the, in the growth of the market. And what we're really seeing is that, you know, whether you're a large company or a small company, it really does impact you. And again, I think one of the evolutions of, of ransomware has been that it started out, you know, maybe focused on the consumer, the individual, but it really is now morphing into the organization. And again, Tom, the reason for that is simply money. Bad guys and the bad actors, as I describe them, you know, they can extort more money out of an organization. As opposed to maybe getting hundreds of dollars out of a, an individual, they can potentially get thousands or tens of thousands out of a, of a company or an enterprise. So I think that that's definitely going to be a, an evolution that will continue. More, you know, talking to other things, certainly I think we see an evolution this year in terms of the sophistication and maybe the stealthiness of ransomware. Last year, we really started to see it, um, you know, becoming a little more sophisticated and going after backups. So again, for some folk, they kind of took the approach, well, if the ransomware hits, if I've got a backup, I can roll back to that and move forward and go, go ahead without having to pay, pay the ransom or be necessarily too impacted as a result of it. Obviously, there's still a bit of work to be done there in terms of, you know, going and getting backups and then, you know, putting those back onto the machine. But again, what the, the ransomware actors have, have done there is they've seen that as a tactic and they're going off and, and locking up those backups. And again, even in the context of the enterprise, coming back to my comment earlier on, what we're seeing is you know, an evolution that they can uh, go after the backups, not just on the individual machine, but they're starting to look at the network shares and starting to uh, you know, go off and encrypt uh, the backups and the data that might be lying in the, on, on those network drives. So again, it's just an ongoing drumbeat of, of evolution in here. And I, I think that that's something that we can't escape. Other things I think that might be relevant as well in terms of the evolution of ransomware is really uh, for, for those organizations that have to operate uh, within compliance frameworks and, and regulation. We're starting to see you know, those regulators focusing on, on, on ransomware. And there's an interesting perspective here because a lot of regulation has been about protecting data and quite rightly so. But it really is through the prism of protecting data from exfiltration or being stolen out of the organization. Ransomware is kind of different. Yes, you have to protect that data, but it's not that it's being stolen out of the organization. It's still resident on that hard drive or within that machine. So it's a kind of a, a, a new twist and an old problem. But certainly I think compliance requirements with regard to uh, ransomware will 
will be a further evolution of what um, individuals and, and corporations are going to have to look at as we go forward. And maybe just to finish off, I, I think another perspective we see here at CrowdStrike is, you know, a lot of um, ransomware to this point has been focused on, on the Windows platform. We're starting to see, you know, it moving off into uh, the world of Apple and the Mac OS uh, and maybe onto Linux as well. And maybe again, even bigger macro trends is maybe the evolution of, of, of ransomware beyond simply the, the, the uh, laptops and desktops and servers that we're all aware of, but maybe even moving into industrial control systems. You know, how, how bad would it be, for example, if you're a manufacturer and your line goes down simply because that is held to ransom? So maybe the evolution of, of, of this type of attack into those types of applications certainly uh, are something that might be some, uh, an evolutionary step. And maybe even beyond that into the hot, sexy world of uh, IoT, any devices connected to the internet, you know, potentially could be um, party to a ransomware attack. And certainly I would know that in, in our household here, it would be kind of domestic Armageddon if our television was held to ransom. That's a great overview of the evolution of the marketplace. When you look at growth, what would you say are some of the key technology and business drivers for this growth? Yeah, so here with ransomware, whilst it would appear to be new and fresh environment, it's been around for a little while, Tom, probably at least 10 years plus. And during that time, it's kind of evolved and morphed and changed. Uh, and certainly, you know, what we've seen is that there's been technical advances with, with ransomware. If we went back maybe 10 years ago, um, certainly the whole uh, scam here is to get a hold of the machine and the data on the machine and then to encrypt it and then pop up a message to say, hey, give me some money because if you wanted to see that, that data back. And we've certainly seen the encryption capabilities, you know, improve over those years back 10 years ago. And they're maybe only using 56-bit encryption. Now they're using 2048-bit encryption kind of state-of-the-art stuff. As I mentioned earlier as well, technical innovation about going after the backups, we've definitely seen that happening. And also probably maybe one of the, the newer things we've seen and maybe one of the most troublesome things going forward is actually the arrival of ransomware that doesn't actually have any files or, or malware. So not, it's not a, a question of a piece of malware being loaded onto the machine and then executing. We have the ability uh, to get onto the machine uh, leveraging exploits, maybe in Office productivity apps, and then directly enter commands into memory and run those commands without, you know, a malware, a piece of malware actually being used. And I think that that is certainly a new technical capability that's uh, of consideration. The other kind of parallel track has just been innovation in terms of monetization. Back in the day, really how they were um, getting payment for the for the ransom was through credit or debit cards. Problem there is it kind of left a trail or breadcrumbs that could be followed up afterwards, maybe by law enforcement. Really, what we've now seen is the arrival of um, ransom. Ransoms being asked for in the form of Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, and that kind of gives that layer of obfuscation that kind of hides, you know, the the bad guys uh, from law enforcement. So we've certainly kind of seen that. And again, with monetization, as I mentioned earlier on. The amounts being asked for are creeping up year after year after year. It's probably now about, on average, five or six hundred dollars is being asked for. But as I said, for certain enterprises, that can run into thousands of dollars. 
At CrowdStrike, you get the opportunity to see lots of organizations and how they defend against ransomware. From your perspective, in terms of defense, what does not work? That's a great question, Tom. I'd certainly say do nothing doesn't work because uh, that kind of you know leaves you open and exposed. And another interesting and troublesome statistic I saw from last year is that here in North America, it was probably about a 50-50 chance of being hit by ransomware. So that doing nothing approach isn't going to work. Certainly what we would suggest is that, you know, if you are invested in existing maybe uh, antivirus technologies or legacy technologies, you've got to make sure you adopt good hygiene. So keep them up, updated uh, and make sure you're, you know, you're, you're keeping up to date on backups. But really, those technologies are failing, and I think that's the reason why this market continues to exist and ransomware continues to dominate the headlines. And the approach of the technology solutions up to this point really focused around you know, trying to find a specific tool or piece of uh, ransomware and close it down, what we would describe as whack-a-mole. Really, it, it's a, a failing strategy. I think we have to come up with a, with a new strategy that, that adapts to the innovations that the bad guys are bringing to the ransomware marketplace because uh, they are constantly changing their, their tactics and tools. So maybe we've got to look beyond those tactics and tools and, and, and the solution will, will lie there. And certainly from our point of view, I think there are new approaches to be taken to ransomware. And we would definitely advise people that really there is no silver bullet here. You probably have to have a collection of, of, of capabilities that you're deploying out Certainly you want to, you know, in summary, I, I would suggest you would want to have capabilities that allow you to identify known malware. You'd also then want to have a capability to identify unknown malware. What we're seeing the bad guys doing is that once they create a piece of, uh, of ransomware, they can quickly iterate it, just, you know, subtly change the structure of it so they can bring out new variants literally every minute to second of the day if they wanted to. So therefore, the ability to spot that, those unknown variants of malware, you want to have a capability to do that. And then the third layer that we would suggest you would want to have is coming back to what I was talking about, these fileless uh, ransomware attacks, where in effect, they don't actually have to drop a piece of ransomware malware onto your, onto your uh, device. Um, you need to have a capability to spot and prevent and detect against that. So really what you have to have is a kind of combination of these t techniques if you want to basically keep yourself out of harm's way with regard to ransomware. Well, that's good. We talked both about what doesn't work and what does work. While we're talking about what does work in defense, what can you tell me about the value of using behavioral analytics to look at attacks? We see great value in it. And, and actually, we're very excited about the, the, the capabilities of beha behavioral approaches in, in this uh, sector. Um, because as I said, coming back to the analogy of, of whack-a-mole, if you're just constantly kind of having to kind of look over your shoulder about what you've learned from the past, you're not really going to you know, progress. We really believe that behavioral is, is definitely a significant step forward with regard to uh, ransomware. And maybe I could give you an example of that. You know, we talk about indicators of attack. And this is really just looking at patterns of behavior that are maybe happening on that, on that system that would, tend, would lead us to understand that an attack is happening, that a ransomware attempt is, is being executed. Simplistically, you know, what that could mean is, you know, a program starts to operate on your, on your laptop, uh, that process executes, it goes off and it starts to kind of look at your file system. So it's, it's looking through your files and your folders. 
then it start, kicks off another process that starts to delete your backups. And then that process furthermore then steps on and it starts to call in a, an encryption routine. Now, each of those individual steps I've outlined there, there could be, you know, uh, they may not necessarily be malicious. People go and you know, scan through their files and folders. That's ordinary everyday activity. People do back up their data. We ask them to do that. So that's not necessarily suspicious. And certainly, yes, we also encrypt data, you know, for sending files between ourselves, you know, for extra security. But if you can see the, the, those milestones in combination, then you are getting a bigger context of actually when I put all of that together, that looks like ransomware to me. And then you can step in and you can detect it and block it. I'm not actually looking at in that approach about any specific tool that's being used or any specific exploit that's being leveraged. I'm simply looking at the steps and the behavior and I can spot that when I see these sequences coming together or that pattern, that that is uh, ransomware. Khan, if you were to boil it down, how would you say organizations can improve their ransomware detection and prevention? I think uh, it comes down to starting to look for those better solutions. And as I talked about earlier on, um, starting to, to look at it from the point of view that there's no single silver bullet that necessarily can be fired. But really what you want to do is have capabilities that are layered, as I said, you know, the ability to spot known uh, ransomware, spot unknown ransomware, spot these new fileless ransomware capabilities and have something that can basically address all of those. And then overlay on top of that, as I said, the ability to have those behavioral approaches and capabilities in the solution that you're looking at. Um, that I think is, is, is really going to be the future of how to you know, defeat ransomware and keep uh, users safe. Khan, talk to me a little bit about CrowdStrike. What are you offering that will help organizations <laughs> to improve their defenses? Well, for sure, ransomware is a problem for our customers. Uh, and we at CrowdStrike have capabilities that we've built into our Falcon platform to help protect organizations against ransomware. And coming back to what I was talking about, having that kind of layered approach, that's very much how we're approaching the problem here. We have the ability to spot those uh, known ransomware attacks uh, and pieces of malware are out there. So we have the ability using our cloud architecture to identify those files that we know about and step in and block those. In terms of you know, new or unknown uh, pieces of ransomware, the files that might be out there, this is really where we use our machine learning capabilities that we have to identify those mutations of, uh, of files and to quickly spot whether we believe them to be ransomware or not. And that kind of takes care of that second piece. And then in terms of those more stealthy or sophisticated ransomware, attacks. That's really where we use our exploit prevention capabilities. And then beyond that, coming back to the behavioral approaches, something we call indicators of attack, we have that capability to step in and identify those kind of sophisticated and stealthy ransomware attacks. It's really the combination of all of those elements we, we, we bring to bear, bear there. And also, you know, we are using the cloud to protect our customers. And we really believe the cloud gives us a big advantage against the ransomware guys. Um, as I said, they're not sitting uh, idly by, they're innovating day by day. And 
from a cloud approach, what we have is the ability for all of our CrowdStrike customers and millions of sensors out there that are feeding into our cloud, and we're building a huge data set, and we're seeing how the attack landscape with regard to ransomware is changing and pivoting really second by second every day. And that allows us then to spot new attacks to identify anomalies that might be happening and then to use that that learning to immediately then protect our customers from the cloud and again we can you know once we spot something we can deploy out to all of our customers in real time and give them real time uh, uh, prevention and detection against what is a, a, a real and present danger today very good con i appreciate your time and your insight today thank you so much you're very welcome we've been talking about the evolution of the ransomware marketplace I've been speaking with Con Mallon. He's Senior Director of Product Marketing with CrowdStrike. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.